Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge, and today I actually have the honor of bringing in a good friend, a guy that's been working with me for the last couple years doing acquisitions, Travis Wakefield. Travis, what's up, bro? Good morning. How are you, man? Living the dream, man, living the dream. You don't usually come in the office, and literally, I just saw you in the hall, and I'm like, I grabbed him and I said, we're recording a quick podcast, bro. Come in here. Right. You're here to pick up a check though, right? Picking up a check. Nice. What, what, why? What'd you do? Uh, we wholesaled a deal together in uh, Overland, I think it was. And uh, I think we made a decent amount of money over there on that one. Nice, bro. What was the gross profit on it? Like, I want to say it was 17, 16, 17, 16 or 17,000 wholesaling. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And you got an appointment today? Yeah, headed down in South City, going to meet with a guy that we've been talking to together for a few years now and uh, try to get that one signed, sealed, and delivered. few years now. Yeah, I think 2019 is when we started talking with this guy, before coronavirus. So, Man, I want that to set in for a second. Anybody that's listening, few years now. Travis is going to meet a guy at a property that we've been talking to for a few years years now most people would stop after like two or three follow-ups travis yeah that's why we use crms and uh you know sometimes these things take off right away but my experience has been that uh the good ones come with with good follow-up absolutely they do absolutely if you don't follow up on your deals and your leads you're not going to convert follow-up is probably the most underestimated thing that we all have and can do but most people they don't do it man right it's just unbelievable well it can be tedious so. it can be tedious that's awesome dude you have grown as an investor like crazy in just the last like two or three years i've probably known you for seven eight yeah something it's been like a minute that. bro for sure yeah tell me about some of these bird deals you're doing man yeah so you know i make my living uh have made my living wholesaling for a while. And uh, when I started working with you guys, uh, I started picking up on things. And one thing about uh, working with you guys and doing acquisitions for the company, I, it, it was pretty much forced me to learn for the sake of knowing what to be chasing for you and Mike, how these things were working and what the process was and what the exit strategy would be. And as I began to learn that, I thought, you know, I can do this. So, uh, <laughs> I can do this. Right. Everybody can do this, man. Yeah. This isn't rocket science. So, but that's great. Yeah. So uh, basically followed the lead that uh, you guys set in place and uh, started doing some bird deals uh, a couple years ago. 2020, I think it was. Isn't it amazing how the skills that we learn when it comes to marketing and running appointments and following up and and making offers, of course, all these skills that we gain from, from the wholesaling business, 
just give us like rocket fuel whenever we're trying to acquire rentals because there's no better way to make money in real estate than buying it at a discount. Hence, sure. hence the name of this podcast, right. Discount Property Investor. That's what wholesaling does. It teaches you how to get in, but it also makes seventeen, eighteen thousand dollar paydays like we had last Friday, right? Right, and you're here to pick up your check. It's amazing. I'm, I'm so happy to see you, man. Uh, but having those skills then translates into being able to be a landlord and using the Burr method. So you said you had three properties, man. Uh, well, uh, I've got a partner uh, that down in my market that I'm working with, and he and I together own just under a dozen. However, I believe we have four of them up, running, cash flowing at this point in time. So, uh, Dude, last time I talked to you, you had three. Now you have a dozen. Right. And you have four of them rented. Sure. Hell yeah, man. So are you bird methoding these? Or is, that, is that the plan? Or walk me through the, the, the typical one. Like, what's the process? So, yeah, uh, basically, you know, we try to buy them at a discount. Uh, and um, we... Generally, they're, they're a value-add situation where they're going to need some sort of work. Um, the, the first few of them, what we did is we, we did some work on the properties, and then we turned around and uh, leveraged them on a line of credit with a local lender. So we have that line of credit that we're generally you know, either maxed out or, 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 or have totally available to us. And what we're doing was we're basically using that line of credit to purchase properties as needed fix the property and then refinance or sell. A few of the property, uh, I think two or three of the properties now we've actually fixed and sold. Nice. Just based off how the uh, the market is mm -hmm. and, and that ha having that opportunity there. But yeah, so uh, we've, we've got four of them that are up and running and uh, rented out. And then we've got obviously a few that are sitting vacant and uh, being worked on or, or waiting to be worked on. So. I love it, man. You got a lot of things going. So let's let's back up though. Yeah. How did you get this line of credit? Like, did you, like, how did you get the first property or two? What'd you do to be able to have the line? Was this, sure. was this on existing assets that you and your partner no. had? No, no. no. So, uh, whoa, how? How right. did you do this, man? Everybody listening is gonna wanna know because they probably don't have existing assets either, man. Yeah. We don't usually start this business or are born with a bunch of assets right. and capital. Sure. So what did you do? How did you do it with nothing like essentially to begin with? Now you did have a skill sure. of buying deals and a great one. That's why I love working with you, right? Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Ditto. Yeah, so um, basically, you know, I um, was able to uh, wholesale a few deals, put some money in the bank, and then my partner and I both met up and decided we I've actually spotted a house that was on the MLS. Hell yeah. And um, which is rare. Yeah, it was on the MLS. It was a little one bed, one bath house. We were able to kind of steal it uh, for lack of a better term. And um, we were able to take that one and uh, do a little bit of work to it. And then we leveraged that one to buy the next house. That was a three one uh, leveraged the first house, bought the second house. So you guys bought the first one with the cash with our own cash but it was resource it was pooled right yeah. yeah which is great that's how i did my first couple too man did a little work to it use that as leverage and then did you the rent bank? it out yeah and right, refinance yeah. so you bird it well we didn't refinance it to begin with we put somebody in it and then put that up as collateral to buy the second property which was a good deal which essentially you f you used financing on it though you didn't refinance it and take out a long-term loan but 
right. use the collateral. Yeah, sure. so essentially it's, it's still a finance play. Right. Absolutely. Love it. So we, we flipped that second one and uh, basically doubled our money. Then uh, obviously released when, when we when we sold that second one to the uh, the owner occupant buyer that released the lien that was on the first property. So now we own that one free and clear uh, at this point, and we have forty fifty thousand dollars cash, which we then parlayed into buying a couple other ones at really good prices, which we did some work on. And then at that point, rather than just refinancing them, we s went to a lender and said, "Hey, let's get these things appraised." And uh, we will use these as collateral on a line of credit. Um, so, you know, that's basically where we, we got our start at. Now we're using that line of credit um, to, uh, to buy new assets and uh, to utilize for the, the resources to do the, uh, the improvements. You're crushing it, bro. Keep it up. I'm just following your lead. Thank I you. love seeing you grow as an investor. So let's talk about a couple things here. You got a dozen of these. Some of them are rented. Some of them you're working on. Some of them you're going to sell. Some of them you're going to keep. I love it. That's what I do. Pivot, right? Like as your business maybe needs capital, you can sell some off and then right. you can pay some off as you're doing deals and selling them. You know, it's really good to have a couple things in the pipeline. Of the dozen deals, just from the hip, where did you find these deals from? Was they Are they... You had mentioned one on the market, which is rare, right? right? You're an agent as well, which helps you talk to other agents. You have sure. some experience. But where did the other you know, 11 or so of these deals come from? Uh, I think we actually own like eight or nine. So when I say a dozen, it's just under a dozen. But, yeah, uh, call it a so, dozen. Uh, so, yeah, we, um, you know, just marketing the same way we would for, for, um, for wholesaling. However, instead of selling them off, mm. we've just started keeping them, you know. Uh, you know, and then uh, we bought, well, uh, I'm trying to think, we bought a package with a couple of uh, friends down in our market. And uh, we basically wholesaled a couple of those off to them. I think it was one of them. Sorry, my brain's foggy. We wholesaled one of those off to them at a higher price, which basically covered the majority. We bought two properties and basically sold one off sold and got one, one for free and, and got one almost for free. Look at that. You said it much better than I was <laughs> trying to say. No worries. But uh, I think uh, that house we ended up paying like 20 grand for and it appraised immediately at like 90 grand or something like that. So Man, we were like 20 creative. Grand yeah. You guys are getting creative. You're, you're making magic happen. But we have to be when you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? You're doing great. You're doing awesome. You guys have about a dozen properties, half of them are rented essentially. So let's talk about the rented ones. How many of the rented ones are paid off? One of the four, it sounds like, or maybe even more than that? Yeah, well, we, we have a few of them uh, leveraged with the line of credit. Then we have a bunch of our own cash out there as well as we have a hard money loan with- uh, uh, So you're getting creative, that's with awesome. A, with, a, with a hard money loan. I love leverage. Yeah, so you know we're 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 leveraging uh, our, our resources and our capital and as much as possible without, uh, with being cognizant of not becoming over leveraged, which absolutely you know can happen if you don't. I, I've seen it happen. I'm sure you've seen it oh, happen yeah. to other people, and um, so you always want to be uh, you know on the lookout to make sure that you're not overextending yourself, which um, that's what we try to do. So I love it, man. Let's talk cash flow. You got four properties rented. They're, these are assets now. What's the definition of an asset? You know the definition of an asset. Putting money in your pocket on a monthly basis. Yes. You got four of them, dude. That's amazing. So 
What's the average cash flow for each of those? Just the average. Around, uh, I, I think on average, our properties are rented at about seven, 800 a month, something like that. And what's the amount that you have to pay out? Right now, it's pretty, it's pretty low because- uh, Three, 400? Yeah, something like that. So your cash flow is maybe 400 bucks a property? Right. And you have four of them? And it depends. Yeah, it just depends on, on, on a month to month basis about, you know, where our money's at and how we're leveraging sure. it, obviously. Uh, if we're in a situation where we've just sold off, like here, hopefully in the next month or so, we're going to sell off one of our rehabs, which is going to free up capital, free up some capital, reduce and, your uh, debt and reduce the debt, increase your income, increase the income. Dude, you're a you pro. Very well. You're a pro, <laughs> man. You are a pro. I'm searching for the way to explain this stuff and you're helping me out. Well, so. I that's that's always the goal, man. I want right. to help as many people as I can. You're doing great. You're around a lot. You're seeing it firsthand and you don't really even ask that many questions, man. You just hit the road running. I love it. Yeah, it's I try to pay attention, man. Pay attention, listen to the people that are uh, actually doing things, not people that are just talking about things. If you, uh, I've watched you and Mike and what you were doing and how you were interacting with and the way that you were, um, uh, you know, just uh, acting in this business on a day-to-day -day basis. And uh, We're not that smart either, man. It's just consistency. I'm really not, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I don't ever try to be act like I'm the smartest guy in the room at all, like, you know, but... What I do know is, is that I'm not going away. I'm consistent, I'm persistent. Right. And here's another thing, Trav, you and I share this trait. We're not afraid to fail. It sucks, but it it's sucks, part of life. But it's part of it. You can't yeah. get to success without some failure mixed in there. Like failure plus failure plus failure plus failure plus maybe even 100 more failures sure. is gonna equal success if you don't stop. But if you quit after the first time you fail, you probably wouldn't even be flipping houses right sure. now. You probably wouldn't be you wouldn't have four cash flowing rentals making almost 2000 a month. 400 times four is $1,600. Right. And that's passive income. It's amazing. I think where we're at right now is I was tallying it up last night. We have about 3,100 coming in and we have about, uh, we have one mortgage with the bank that goes out that's at like 700 something like that so we're, we're actually cash flowing pretty well at this point in De time that depending on how much is pulled off that line right but that yeah. line is power yeah that line is opportunity that line is the ability to make an offer with confidence knowing you can close sure. because you have the ability to get the capital without having to go ask somebody for it or build a relationship with somebody for it or whatever right. it may be you have that you have that there. That's amazing, man. It's awesome. Yeah, and I just want to reiterate that, that the main thing that I've learned um, or the main things that I've learned doing this business and in life is uh, build relationships with people and uh, don't make promises that you can't keep. Keep the promises that you make and, um, and uh, stay humble and be a good student for the right teachers. And uh, that's, that's, that's basically my my um my algorithm you live by all yeah. those things that you said and those are really i haven't always but i've learned the hard way that to live by those things so <laughs> no man but having integrity is one of your one of your greatest sure, things yeah, yeah especially but really that. one of your greatest business I'm trying to think of the right word here but like one of the best things that that i would associate travis with is his ability to follow up 
You know, a lot of people, they get deflated when the seller says no. Or they say, stop calling me. Or they say, go kick a rock. Right. Travis is like, okay, you have a better day, hopefully. You always yeah. kill them with kindness. You always turn it around like, man, that guy wasn't having the best day. Hopefully, at least, you know, he can cheer up, right? You always have such a positive attitude, but you are persistent, man. You are getting ready to go look at a property that I've already looked at. A couple years ago. But it was two, two years, years ago, maybe ago, even yeah. three years ago. You have continued to follow up with this seller. You live how, how far away from where we're at right now? About an hour. You live an hour south. Yeah. And the guy that's that owns the property that you are meeting there lives where? Same place I do. He So you both are driving an hour to meet? Right. What time yeah. are you meeting him at? In about uh, 20 minutes. Okay, minutes. cool. We'll, we'll wrap up here. We'll wrap up in two. It's all good. We'll wrap up in two. But, man, your level of consistency, your ability to be persistent is what drives results, right? Cause and effect. Very simple. And you are crushing it because of that. So if anybody's listening right now and you want success, you don't have it, you're on the brink of it, you've been trying, take some tips from Travis. Follow up. The average deal, Travis, this is, this is for me and you, this doesn't seem crazy, but for a lot of people that are listening, they're going to be like, what? The average deal that hits our CRM, which is basically a lead, and, and from the time that it hits to the time that we're able to get that property under contract is four to six months. Wow. That's the average. It's seven years of data, 700 plus deals. You've been a part of probably two or 300 of those, maybe more tons and tons of deals on your end, four to six months. So think about it this way. It gets skewed when one comes in today and we get it under contract. Right. But it also gets skewed when we have a lead that's four years old or five sure. years old. The one you're going to look at today is at least three years old. Yeah, it's, it's an oldie but goodie. And it needed a bunch of work when I walked through it. Be careful going up those stairs. I sure. remember the house like yesterday. <laughs> there was a hole in the stairs about the size of uh It's probably bigger now. Yeah, six feet hole. You have to jump across these things, but it's kind of cool in a way. But that's great, man. Your consistency is crushing it. To anybody that's listening or viewing, give them some words of advice, and then we're going to wrap up, man. If they're new, you know, what would you tell you? How about this? What would you tell Travis five years ago to oh, get wow. you where you are now in three to six months versus five years? What would be the thing you would tell yourself? That's going to be powerful. Talk less, listen more, um, attempt to find ways to help people actually fix their issues or their problems, be a problem solver as opposed to uh, attempting to fit their needs in your box. And uh, like I said, just, uh, you know, don't make promises you can't keep. Keep the promises that you make and be willing to uh, go through the, uh, the rough times uh, that come with, um, with being in a uh, commission-based business and then get out of the Get out of the commission-based part as much as possible as, as soon as you can. By doing what? By uh, uh, stockpiling, stockpiling assets that put money in your pocket on a monthly basis. Man, I love it. You nailed it. Guys, take some advice from Travis. He is crushing it. Thanks for listening. Until next time, signing off. Freaking A, man. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe 
to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.